Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Cren, Sheila Highland, episode 42. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. Great. Larry, you? We got a lot to talk about. I don't know where to start today, except I think we should start with Jimmy's love life. I got an idea for Jimmy. No, good. How much time do we have? Hours. It is unfiltered. Through hours. Well, here's what I want to talk about. I got an idea for you for a dating app. Okay. We're going to call it Stumble. Oh, nice. That's right. I think we're on. Okay. Other dating apps like Bumble, you meet. How does that work? If if I was single, and Sheila and I are not, but you are. Bumble is a thing where you put your picture up, bio, quick bio, you know, me, uh, astronaut. Hang yeah. lying, rock climbing, free yes. cl- rock climbing. You know, you know, played in the NFL for four years. Oh, the whole thing, the whole deal. It, two Super Bowl wins, all that. So you put your little bio, and then you put like a, a four really photoshopped photos that make you look about. I, I look like I'm in high school in my photos. Yes, really photoshopped. <laughs> I got my prom. I look like a prom picture. And you have uh, to have one of you fishing. Always fishing. Yes. Always fishing. You need one action shot. Anyway, you get four, five photos, whatever. Then that's it. They, they the girls have their photos, and then you swipe. You know, right if you like them, left if you don't want to, and and then they you can't contact them. The girl you like can't you until she contacts you. She well, has to send you a smile. She has to send you a uh, any yeah text of any kind. Mm-hmm. Like hi, thanks, how are you? Smile. That's kind it's, of exciting. Well, it's kind of cool because the girl picks you and it, it, it removes a lot of bull crap. Because you know you know hey she obviously likes you she obviously finds you attractive she's looking at the photos until she sees me in real life but. Really, and then if for she a while. decides that she's <laughs> liking you, she's digging your groove. Yes. Then how do you begin the actual conversation? Well, texting first because it could be an axe murder, or I could be an axe murder. Okay. Uh, so you don't want to date an axe murder or anything. But, Typically. Uh, well, if the axe murder is hot enough, I will date the axe murder. But just but, make sure she doesn't bring the axe to she, bed. If she looks like a Victoria's <laughs> Secret model, she could be an axe murder. I'd be like everybody has a hobby. So uh, the girl. Uh, we talk back and forth, and then we get comfortable. And then at some point, you say, you know, like you, blah, blah, blah. Why don't we get off this app? And, you know, be easier to be close friends or become friends quicker. Here's my cell number. Then give them the, give me your number or ask for her number. And then that's when, when you're off the app, then uh, you're off and running. You're, now you're dating kind of Now, whatever. typically, where would somebody meet somebody for the first time under those circumstances? I, I think my personal pick is... A bowling it's scary alley. for a guy. It's good. Actually, it's good. It's, it's scary for a guy. All right, guy won't admit it, but it is. But it's scarier for a woman because you think about this, man. This kid, this guy, could really be a crazy person, <laughs> and you don't know if that photo is real. You know, all the stuff the girl's going through is a little tougher. So, I try to keep it comfortable and just a uh, coffee shop. It's usually, you know, because the afternoon yeah. coffee shop. Okay. Because then you got afternoon coffee shop. She sees what I look like, really in person, my personality. Or whatever, and uh, I hang out with her, and if it, you know, if it works, just keep going. And Sheila, for me, I, woman, I met on the side of the road, which most people tell you not to good, do. Yeah, is that a new? You app? met somebody. I on met the somebody side on the side of the, of the road. I don't know that app. Would you have a flat tire? Uh, you know, this was this was Andy. Okay, whom you both know. Yeah, uh, we met on Zeusk. What? You heard of Zeus? Zeus. Yeah, it's, Zeus. Zeus. Zeus? It's, a, it's a site. Zeus? Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't FarmersOnly.com? I think it well, it is. might have been Stumble, actually. Is it called, is it called Side of the a, Road? Uh, 
So meet on a side we had, of the road. But, you know, he, he's Zoom. got this down to a science, though. He doesn't just go and meet the woman. He wants to do a Zoom call first like because that. he wants to make sure that she looks just like her pictures look. Yeah, don't want that to your brush. point. Yeah, you know, and apparently many women did not look in person or at least online the way they did oh, in no, their photos. I have a disadvantage because so many people would recognize you. Okay. So, well, or an advantage. Okay. In your well, case. I I only posted one picture, and I had these really big sunglasses on, so nobody recognized. Me. Nice. I know. And hiding. even when he knew who I was, he still hiding. didn't know who I was. <laughs> okay. He had, He's hiding. He had no recollection of of me being on television at all, which was great. So we met on the side of the road. Here's the story behind this. When we were having our Zoom call, I happened to mention that my keyboard mouse wasn't working. Okay. And he said he, you know, he does, he sells a lot of promotional items. And he said, I have a ton of mice. So I could give you one. We could meet on the side of the road. I'm taking notes here. I'm taking notes here. (laughs) Buy extra mice. So I happened to be having breakfast the next morning with my girlfriend. And after I left the breakfast, I thought, you know what? I'm going to take him up on his offer. So I texted him. I said, does that offer still stand? He said he never got dressed so fast and came to meet me. So we met over um, uh, 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 near Station Square. Okay. Got out of his, his truck. I got out of my car. Um, he handed me my mouse and Are you gave Sheila? me a big hug, kiss. Are you and... Andy? And that's that. <laughs> yeah, well, it was yeah, it could have been somebody else. <laughs> yeah, love it, first mouse, yes. no games, nothing. Boom, and, boom. Um, that's it, good. And that was right? it. Now, and how long we, ago has that been? Uh, that's been almost a year and a half. It's been that long already. Yeah. Can you believe it? Well, I remember when I first met him. really good. He's a great guy. for, you know, the, the, the axe murderer thing. But I'm I have sure not seen an axe n- on, uh, that, you know, on his part yet. <laughs> if you did, it would <laughs> probably it? have some branding or promotional marking it, on it. It probably would. <laughs> yeah. It would just be uh, a, a rubber axe. That's funny. Anyway, I don't it's, know why we went down the rabbit hole of dating except it's, it's for interesting. so many people have told me. I have some very close friends mm-hmm. who have told me about recent, you know, experiences yeah. in this. Right. Yeah. Not just you, Jim. Right. But right. So some other people, yeah. that's fascinating to me because, you know, that didn't exist when I was dating. No, it's the new hanging out at a bar or whatever, you know? Yeah. I still think... The best way is do, is that is kind of randomly meeting somebody that so far I really haven't on the, actually online maybe a couple people know but the only people I've had any significance with has been you know maybe after a show met somebody and whatever that, like that kind of stuff I, mean, I don't know why well yeah you're know still a public you know figure. but you could meet well, online now I bar. used to th- I used to think that because you, this was the first time I'd ever done well, online true. dating were, but, but I got to, great... I got to weed through true. All the baddies. I, I, you know what? I, I'm I'm religious. Okay? I just think it's up to God. Let go, let God in a way. Because Andy is, this is the nicest person. I One of the nicest people I've met. Up there with you, Larry. But, but, uh, so how do you meet that person? Unless it's somehow, I don't know, God, it, it was your time to meet that God. I think you know, it was. Like it was the, I don't care if it was on the internet, in other words, or you were at a podcast show or something, mm-hmm. or whatever. I believe it's going to happen. If it's going to happen, if it's going to happen, love God is love, and if it's going to happen, it's just stronger than everything. Well, they've always said, you know, you'll know when you know. You know when you know. It's yeah. just stronger than everything. So yeah, I just you think go, it's just, yeah, right. No matter then, how crazy it is, love ends up together mm-hmm. somehow. And you and Cindy, did you know? I mean, just 
No right yeah, away, she, or did it take time? I worked at WTAE Radio. She was at uh, the TV side as a production assistant to Ann Devlin. I remember, yes. Pittsburgh's Talking, oh, yeah. and she came bouncing through the cafeteria. I didn't know her. <laughs> bouncing <laughs> through. That's the end of that. No, because she, you know, I mean, literally, she was on, Come on. Like, on the move, bouncing through. I didn't mean that, like, bouncing through. <laughs> hey, whatever. She, I said she's beautiful. Come you know, on, you know Cindy, it would, well. Yeah. <laughs> She has these beautiful blue eyes yep. and uh, blonde hair, and I, I was just like, oh, I wonder who this is. And it took a while till we actually met, and then someone told her, you can't date him. And she said, why? Because he's a Mormon, and you're Catholic, and, you know, he's probably not going to align with you. And uh, she went, oh, well... I still like him. He seems like a nice guy. Of course, this person that worked at the station had confused me with one of the TV sales guys. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, I, I've known Mormon. Larry a long time. I'm like, did you know he's a Mormon? <laughs> I, know. And, I had no idea he's a Mormon. And, and his name was Steve, and, and he and his wife were Mormons, <laughs> but I wasn't. <laughs> You're I, like, I like the fact <laughs> that even though she thought our religious beliefs might not right. align exactly, she still was interested. But then when she found out... <laughs> I'm just this Catholic kid, too. Like, what? Um, you were supposed to be a Mormon. And then <laughs> at one point, you know how you say you shouldn't, you know, be with somebody at work. But, yeah. you know, she would come it's by. Nothing you could do. I then, said, here's how dumb can't I am. Beat, that's the it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's too strong. We ended yeah. up kissing in the hall in, in the stairwell. That's <gasps> exciting. It's pretty damn but, exciting. But she I'm came down to about. the radio booth to see me because I was. Weird? I'm excited. She was looking for music for the show, for the TV show, and I was the production director for the AM at the time, and I was working on promos for Pit Football. We were yeah. the rights holders, and uh, she said, "Oh, what are you working on?" I said, "I'm putting the Pit Football promos together," and uh, she goes, "Oh, my brother played for Pit," and I'm like, "Well, maybe I know the young man." <laughs> I go, "What's his name?" Dan and at that point I really didn't know her last name. And Wait, you yeah. kissed her before you knew well, no, her last the, the name? Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right. And then she goes, Dan Marino. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh, really? I, go, I gotta, I gotta marry this girl because <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get free tickets, exactly, <laughs> free gloves sure. from Isotoner. Now we know shoes, the real reason. <laughs> Nike yeah. shoes, absolutely. I never did get a pair of Isotoners. Really? By the way. Aww. I didn't. Dan, come on. In fact, I didn't meet Dan. Matter of fact, toss a pair for me. I like the Isotoners. I didn't meet Dan until we were engaged, and he invited us down to Monday Night Football, and we were at the game, and we had seats eight rows behind a bench, and the first pass he made and completed, my wife jumped up and started screaming, Ice Man, and all this, and I'm like, whoa, where is this coming from? (laughs) And I knew then she was like this rabid fan, but it was only for her brother. I didn't find that till later she fooled me it's all right. i also tested her by time. taking her to a penguins game oh i love this she never went back <laughs> i had season tickets then and so we meet dan after the game come from behind win over cleveland they have a crowd waiting to be the players and finally a guy came out and said dan marino has left the stadium and i'm like oh please <laughs> that's what i'm thinking i didn't know what he was going to be like so he comes out, and he's wearing an ACDC T-shirt. And Pittsburgh guy. And we walk over to where the car is, so the players had a little tailgate and having some beers. He grabs me by the neck. You know, he's 6'4". Yeah. 
I'm five nine and a half on a good day. <laughs> he grabs me by the neck and he goes, Take care of my sister or I'll effing yeah, right. kill you. And he looks at me and he goes, No, I I'm just kidding. Then he gave me the stare like, no, I'm not. And then he said, do you want a beer? Really? Yeah. And that's how you know. Yeah. You're accepted. I was in. And here you are as Dan standing there. There's there's little Larry going, they're playing, they're playing with his beer. (laughs) Like like Herve Velichel. Yeah. And then Dan picked you up like a little baby, put you in the baby born, whatever that's called, and carried you away. Yeah, it was. Uh, I would be a little I'm embarrassing. The same. I'm the same <laughs> you know, really. He's. You know what though? Greatest quarterback. Uh, I'm sorry. I love Brady's and went one of. Brady's the goat. Danny wins. Yeah, Danny wins two Super Bowls or whatever. He's on. They had better defenses. His. If I was picking a team, all time quarterbacks. You're picking a team. He's my first pick in his prime. Yeah, is the better was, quarterback. He was. Could you have good. a guy yeah. that, that, with it, that height, strength, everything? So competitive, mm-hmm. guys, because. When he was playing, yeah. he'd come over to the house, and uh, just to kid him, I said one time, we're about 30 yards away from my mailbox. I said, when you were good, you could probably hit that mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> or so he's still playing, right? Yeah. And he grabs a football. Oh, God. And he goes, You're kidding. And he didn't know. Bam! Hit the mailbox. Whoa. I had to get in a mailbox. I was going to say, I thought oh, my God. He, he took it out, right? <laughs> Woo! Yeah, mic drop. That's all. Whoa. Yeah, he's like, very right. competitive. He was an uh, incredible baseball player, too. A lot of people know that. He, he was, uh, he was uh, 21-0 as a pitcher at Central Cap. How about that? Really? Yeah, I mean, talking monster fastball. And, he was know. drafted by the Kansas City Royals, but he decided back then there wasn't nearly the kind of money there is to get in and the track to go pro. He decided he was going to play baseball and football at Pitt but they quickly eliminated the baseball part, and he ended up sticking with football, obviously. But was first football his first love, though, or did he love them equally? Yeah, well, I think he Probably loved equal. them equally at the time. I could relate because in high school, I was like that, too, where people yeah. were after. I was I was really courted heavily by community college and homeschool. Those are two, yeah. those my two yeah. options. Homeschool. I heard they wanted you for the wrestling team <laughs> they as well. They wanted college. to give you a swim <laughs> team. A three-sport Letterman. <laughs> yes. Full ride, baby. In your and my mind. Yeah, it's funny. I had a friend who you guys know. I don't think I should out him because it's very embarrassing. Okay. So album. there's a running joke. I played <laughs> yeah, baseball. Leave it to Jimmy. He'll out him. Pretty good right. Little League baseball player. I heard about this. Hall of Fame. Five-time league. All-Star. One of the peaked at 12, and that was the end of him. Both knees blown out, alcoholic, <laughs> uh, whole thing, down to 13. I heard the story. Heard about it. But a so, monster during his prime, so, forget about you know, it. It's, it's a running joke. <laughs> I played baseball, and then I played ice hockey, and I played ice hockey through high school. But in 10th yeah. grade, my baseball career did come to a tragic end because <laughs> I was at practice, and the coach said, Richard, where is your head? You know, and uh, I was thinking about being with my friends and girls. Yeah, of course, I, girls. I, I no, go, let's just say girls. Go, forget that. He goes, if you're not – here you're not here and i said you're right and i quit and he's like what and wow. i did i left but i stayed huh in hockey i played goalie at north allegheny until you know my senior year that's pretty cool but uh what i was going to tell you was that this friend of mine you guys know him okay he told me well i thought i was an all-star once in baseball mm-hmm. this is that this is on the air after i had talked about <laughs> 
you know, being a five-time All-Star yeah. second baseman. I was. I said, what do you mean? He goes, the doorbell rang, and uh, it was the coach for my Little League team. Okay. And my mom answered the door, and I heard her say, oh, hey, coach. He said, hey, I'm here about the All-Star game. And he thought he was getting the call. Right. Up. It's a call-up. It's big. And here's what the coach said. Um, we actually need another uniform, and we're wondering if we could oh get your God. son's wow. uniform for the All-Star That game. is two oh. years of therapy right there. At least. Mark it down. No, I think it's. Two to three I, solid. That right? hurts. I that's, think it's longer than that. Yeah, probably. That's that's, that's a lifetime. That's, that's a lifetime yeah. of therapy. You're gonna get. You're gonna get out. Think it's good. Positive. Watching oh. Tony Robbins stuff, and then boom, you're right back after that one. Anytime the doorbell rings, the doorbell rings. I'm done. It trigger me. Larry that's Richard, painful. unfiltered. Jim Cren, Sheila Highland, and since we're talking about sports, one of the biggest things in this town is when the Stellars go to camp, wrapping up. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe. Uh, St. Vincent College, first time in three seasons. And believe it or not, of the 90-plus players they have, only 22 of them had ever been to St. Vincent College before. Wow. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. That's a cool stat. So, yeah, and obviously the big talk, if you listen to any sports station at all or anybody talk, it's like, who's going to be the quarterback? Is it going to be Mitch Trubisky, former number one pick of the Chicago Bears? Is it going to be... Kenny Pickett, the number one pick from Pitt. Will it be Mason Rudolph, who's now in his fifth season, came from Oklahoma State? Uh, I I don't know. I think it's going to be Mitch. So far, start, so far, we'll see. Mitch. Yeah. What I, are, you, are you a football fan, Sheila? You know, I, I love to watch football, but I don't really pay that much attention to the game. I don't know it that well. Right, right. Uh, baseball, it. I know. Like oh, of course, yeah. Steelers, obviously. Um, and I, I was actually having lunch with Billy Hillgrove a couple of weeks ago. We were having a little reunion um, get-together. Hello. I'm sorry. Your Didn't name I got lost. I'm so sorry. Oh, Larry. Wow. Oh, you gosh. Got that's, wow. The, that's like the um, little uniform it was the TV. It was the TV side. I'm sorry, but you were radio, so you didn't. You didn't uh, count. See, radio's yeah. always the redhead. We used a uniform, Larry. TV. Oh, I'm sorry. All those years I saved children's <laughs> lives at Bundle Up for Joe DiNardo didn't count. Thank you very much, Larry. Uh, I'm sorry, but your invitation will be there next time. I, I guarantee this it. This is Paul Long. Thank you, <laughs> Sheila Highland is here along with Jimmy Crenn. <laughs> Probably classy. I, got, I do got a, I got a training camp story. Well, first off, they say I'm training my yells, my chance. Because training camp, I get like, here we go. Stillers. Here we go. Yeah, Pittsburgh going to the Super Bowl. We got to feel. See, it's off a little bit. It's off a little bit, you know, because you got to get it right, like like Coach says, you know. We're going to do. Uh, bring my bring my lunch pail to work today, and uh, uh, Jim is going to do it right. Uh, just going to face that uh, chant, you know, do it a hundred times. We'll do it's all repetition until the repetition becomes a repetition. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that Tomlin. almost sounded like Elvis. That's, <laughs> Coach is like kind of like Elvis. Elvis is a football coach. Coach is like Elvis. Yeah, he, he is what he is. He is but, what he is. He comes to work every day, Elvis used to. Is he every a, day. a brilliant orator, Coach Tomlin? He's the best. The way he, he on, motivates. On, he, he's greatest answers, right? Right? You mm-hmm. could, Tomlinisms. Off the Tomlinisms. Co- it's unbelievable. It's One amazing. of the greatest Tomlinisms of all time is yeah. when he said, we refuse to be the Indians in their cowboy movies. Talking about playing another team. I got, I got a great one. I just read this uh, in camp. Pickens 
receiver. Right. He uh, ran a route, and he uh, didn't make the route. There was a cornerback beat him. Go back to co- coach. says, Coach, can I try this again? And uh, is George Pickens the guy. He goes, hey, GP, GP, this isn't dress rehearsals. Uh, we can't watch you warm up, all right? Do it first time next time. <laughs> is that a great line? <laughs> this is not like, a, you know, do your warm-ups. Yeah. This isn't your warm-up time. I he tells think, it like it is. He just thinks so. The guy could be a great comedian. He'd be a great comic. Yeah. I'm, sense I'm dry to, sense of humor. We're looking at a totally. $100 million contract when he's ready to retire football for the uh, analyst job in the studio. <laughs> I'm telling you, he'd be, he'd be amazing. Last season, they did a Mike Tomlin press conference leaderboard of sayings. Okay. One was, can't say enough about. I like that. Yeah, that's big. Things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Collectively, mm-hmm. singularly focused, and so forth. Splash plays in the kitchen, leave the station. Splash plays in the kitchen, leave the station, as we do, you know what I'm saying, Larry? AFC North Ball, one man's misfortune is another man's opportunity. Nameless gray faces, meat on the bone, known commodities. Football is our game and our business is winning. I like that. Then it goes on. Fluidity, he's got a whole... List I like when he, we play together. like a really tough team, like a, a Ravens or something. It's always like, you know, it's a close score. He's like, you know, it's always a backyard brawl is what that is. You know, we come, the gloves come <laughs> off. It's like, you know, just everybody's in the backyard just, you know, throwing around things, and that's what happened. <laughs> it is what it is. It's fluidity. Paint with a broad brush. We're trying to paint this with a broad brush. Tough not to crack. He was a t- That's what you said, player. It's like, he's a tough nut to crack, that one, but he's a good man. <laughs> Smile in the face of adversity. That's my favorite all-time one. Smile in the face of adversity. Smile. We'll take no comfort in it. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Isn't that? That's when there's an injury. Someone's injured. Well, we'll take no comfort in it. You know? <laughs> well, next man has to step up, do his thing. It's a fluidity thing. It's a man in motion. <laughs> I mean, that's actually, he's he's remarkable. He is great. He's a brilliant man and one of the the great coaches of all time. Of all time. He is the best poker face of all time. And, he is, and I've had cool. the chance very rarely to see him, you know, off the gridiron. Right. He's extraordinarily funny. I just told you, I think he could be a comedian. I'm telling you, he's got timing. He's got, I can tell he's got that wit. Above the neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not going to make excuses. It is what it is. Obviously, and the number lot. one, the standard is the standard. That's my all time. I take that back. The last one. Okay. The standard is the standard. One. And because of that, the Steelers have launched their third season of a show that they call the Standard. The standard is the and standard. it's a weekly show that they distribute on their social media and streaming, <laughs> and it's you know whatever the storyline cool. is, but they even named a show after them. The standard is the standard, lad. That's what we do. We're just trying to win. Do my thing. That's it. Just your football. It's just how it is. It's a game. You know what I'm saying? It's, not, it's a game. It's good. It's fun. It's fun. It's a game. I'm trying to do some fluidity. You know what I'm saying? The standard is what it is. I do have I do have a training camp story. It's kind of funny. Because I, I, we covered training camps right forever. And uh, Yeah, they used to send us up. Yeah. And this this one's like uh, early on. This is in the 90s, man. And they had mm-hmm. a building. No air conditioning. Okay. It's pretty rough and hot it's like august and the show's going on there's no air and i'm sweating and and myron cope would walk in and his under, or players would stay in the dorm. we were in a dorm some players and media were at, it, it, this is how long ago this was and myron would walk in 
these boxer shorts on, t-shirt, making noises, and he'd yell at me. <laughs> he'd yell at me. And he'd go, Stop staring at my boxers. So he'd just joke him <laughs> with me. And he'd get his coffee. He'd walk out, and we'd do another show. Well, I was so thirsty. This show, I was so thirsty. There was no, I couldn't get water. And there was a uh, refrigerator in the corner, a little one. And it had a Welch's grape soda pop in there. That's all. Ice cold beads of water on it, like ice, you know? I wanted it so bad. And I walk over, and somebody told me, I don't know who it was, hey, man, that's like, I think that's Greg Lloyd's. So, Grape juice. It's a plate. Uh, yeah, it's a so well, it's just soda. It's like, like they make the soda pop at the time. It just came out. And I'm excited about it. But I'm like, that's Greg Lloyd's. Okay. I go, I sit back down. I don't want to take his grape soda pop, right? It's Greg Lloyd's. So I can't do it. I can't. I can't. And an hour goes by. I was there for like four hours. Because you're a good Catholic boy. I break. You cracked. I cracked. I took the. I took it. I drank <gasps> it. I put it in the garbage. Who comes walking in? But the kicker, Gary Anderson, walks in, looks in that refrigerator. I swear to God, not making this up. And he went, "Who took my Quay Pop?" <laughs> <laughs> he looked over at us and me. Maybe I had a little mustache. Great, but I don't be good. <laughs> Who took my Quay Pop? I go. We grow. We're like. Wow. I don't know. No one gave me up, thank God. Somebody took Mike White Pop in. Well, he was he, really mad. He'd have kicked you. He's somebody he was he was mad. Somebody might took, have hurt. He said somebody took Mike White Pop in. You know, that's this is you know, you shouldn't he's going lecturing people. And I know he's thinking me. He didn't come on our show. How about that ever? I was so mad. I apologized to him once at the oh, draft party. Oh, so you did he fess said, up. Oh, you, you did laugh. fess up. Yeah, I did. He laughed. I said, I took your great pop. But then he would never oh. come on the show. He laughed though. He laughed. <laughs> Have you ever been to training camp? <laughs> you know what? I've never been. Really? I've always wanted to go, it's and awesome. I've not been. I'm, yeah, we, I we might go. get there yet. No, you'll have to wait till next year now. It always just seems so hot, to your point. It is hot there, there it, but it is fun. You know what? It's interesting. That's a poor excuse. It's but it's a No, it's yeah, a good it's excuse. It's, it's, it's fun. That you'll, hot. you'll love it. You'll love it. You guys act like it's going to Hell's Furnace or out in the desert. Did well, you ever do the forty yard dash or, or anything? You know, they used to have stuff on the field nights. Good, I did. I went down one time. I go on the field. I wouldn't. I not. have been in the well, Steelers locker room though. Yeah, interviews. So you know, yeah. this is when women where they were starting to allow women in the locker room, and I was in there with my photographer, whom I believe was Art Carr. And if you know Art, okay, he's, he's got stories right. to tell right and left. But anyway, so I go into the locker room after the game, and you know, the players are coming in, and. I stand with my back to the the main locker room so that I'm not seeing anything. But then the players are like walking in front of you. Right. So I'm so my photographer is strategically placing me. Turn right, okay. Turn left, yeah. look up, look down, look to your right <laughs> the whole time so that I wouldn't see anything I wasn't supposed to see. Oh, but did um, you blocked out? No, I didn't see anything. Well, I did. I I wanted to peek, but <laughs> what, I didn't. What when you're at the in your camp though, you get. You think you could do with these guys. These guys are amazing. I know people criticize these footballers. They are amazing. They're the best of the best of the best. Great athletes and stuff. So down on a 40-yard dash thing, it's a t- time you. I said someone time you. My hamstring popped at 10 yards. Oh, <laughs> I was down real. like someone. Oh. I went down like a gazelle getting <laughs> shot. <laughs> like, you know, there's, there's, <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. 10 yards, I made it. I, my, but I really was fast for 10 yards. My, <laughs> It was a fast 10 yards. Oh, yeah. I'd be a 10-yard rock guy. I was in college, and I went down to cover. This is my first game. They played the Chicago Bears, 
and it happened to be Cliff's, Cliff Stout's first Cliff start okay. back in the day yeah. at Three Rivers Stadium. Cliff's that. And I was, you know, awestruck in the locker room, all these people I had seen on TV for years. And Cliff was <laughs> being interviewed because they, they won the game, and after the game, all the photographers crushed, you know, and they were all around him, and he, he had his towel on. And yeah. He was, holding his towel and meanwhile other players were coming from behind walking behind him trying to yank the towel <laughs> out from under him yeah and one of the reporters said cliff you seem more concerned about that towel than you are about dealing with the media here and he goes oh yeah i don't want you guys to compare me to lc oh yeah lc legendary <laughs> heard about that so yeah that's a true story yep and then i went in the Chicago Bears locker room, <laughs> and I saw Walter Payton, and Walter Payton looked like he was chiseled out of granite. Oh yeah, the I guy mean, was an amazing athlete, oh, of course. Right? No, wait, you said time. you saw him in the buff. Well, no, he had, or, he had oh, okay. shorts on, but oh, yeah. he had a shirt off. Okay, so, but yeah. I mean, his physique, like the best from the ever. Waist, uh, yes, I mean, he was huh. not a big man. Yeah, he had. Big thighs, but his upper torso looked Just like chiseled. he was chiseled out of granite. He had a workout regimen that no one Running could do. Running up that hill? Yes. No one could do it. Jerry Rice has a similar, took the same idea, the similar, he ran up, you're right, ran up the hill of sand or something like that. Is, is it true it, you used to run up Mount Washington? I used to run that hill all the time. Oh, did you now? Yeah. Although one time, uh, I am sitting with Merle Hodge, and we're uh, in a, having a beverage, and it's 2 a.m. And we just look at each other, and he goes, it's snowing. It's snowing. And uh, he looks at me and goes, hey, Jamie, did you ever go four-wheeling? Because Merle's like, you know, out there. Outdoors I, guy. I know, outdoor, yeah. He's outdoors. Yeah. The, I am a city guy, and that's it, you know. I was living on Northside at the time. <laughs> and uh, he, the bar was on Northside. We're sitting there. And he goes, did you ever go uh, four-wheeling, man? I go, no. I never really did. He goes, he said, man, he said, let's go. We weren't drunk or anything. We you know, really weren't. And I said, I don't know, it's snowing out. He goes, I, 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 come on, man, I, I, I got, I got my Bronco. Uh, uh, let's go, let's go. We get in his car, his truck, and I'm excited. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, where are we going for wheeling? So we go to Mount Washington. He goes to the base. He makes a left off road and starts climbing up the hit, climbing up Mount Washington. Like no road. I mean, just climbing up it. You're serious? Yes. So we're, and we're going. And I'm like, oh my god. This is unbelievable. And then all of a sudden, we got like a point where we're like almost straight up and down, like we're going to flip or something. Like, I go, have you, have you done this route before? He goes, no, nah, never did this one. I go, he goes, I said, what do you think? He goes, I think we should back up now. <laughs> we backed up real slow down. <laughs> so we made it about third of the way. I was the funniest thing ever. I mean, like, Merle, you never did this. So I thought, I thought in my mind I could make it. <laughs> <laughs> He's... Back in action here in the Pittsburgh. Best. You know what? We he have to get him back. on the show. Yeah, get your barrel, man. We, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Tell some stories. We, we had this, this, uh, <laughs> this guy was, a, this kid was like an intern. Whatever. And Merle was, a, <laughs> Merle was on our show. And, and, and this, they used to, people, he gave him the, the 12 rules of broadcasting and stuff. And he, he always brings that up every once in a while. It's like how, what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Well, he was loud. very successful. That's on what I mean. Major League, you know, ESPN, and mm -hmm. but he got to start with you as far as radio. The first, uh, yeah, several. Well, he was playing. While well, he was playing, I always thought he had talent. We talked about his repetition and 
just getting comfortable, and he just had an insight that was great. His and voice now he's great. W- still working for the team. So let me get your prediction. While we're just on the verge of a season starting with so many unknowns, yep. Steelers, what place will they finish in the AFC North? First, second, third, or fourth? Sheila? Uh, going back to Billy Hillgrove, I talked to him. That's where I was yeah. leading to this. Yo. And he thinks they'll have a very successful season. He also thinks Mitch will be the, the starting QB. But anyway, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic and say second. Nice. I'm going to say nine and seven, third place, then make the playoffs. Because there's an extra team. Expanded playoff ex- scenario. I can see and you? The playoffs. I'm going to say second. Second? I think Cincinnati, I think Cleveland's going to be in disarray. And I think Baltimore's got some big question marks. Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl, guys. And Burrow's they, the real deal. They basically have the same group. So I think the Steelers are going to surprise some people. I'm going to go, well, it's not 9-7 and seven anymore. Oh, okay. Jimmy, you got to right. go. I got to go. Uh, you got to go 9-8. And and eight. Eight. Or to go 10-7. and seven. Ten and seven, something. Yeah, ten and seven. I'll go. Ten and seven. I'll say ten and seven. I'm yeah. gonna say ten and seven too. I like that. It's gonna be <sighs> Baltimore's an interesting team. They're a really good team. It's an interesting team. I, I, talking to a scout, you have to say anonymous. In uh, the quarterbacks, Burrow's the real deal. He's gonna be tough to beat for a while. So what else did Merle tell you? No, it wasn't Merle. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, Lamar Jackson is a great quarterback. He's a, a you know, phenomenal he's a, star. He's what they call a dual threat. That's but the thing with a dual threat is, you you have to be. And he is a good passer. But they said when you get older, you you start taking hits, and mm-hmm. you know your body's going to go. If you want to have longevity, like Brady or obviously whatever, Brady's a pocket. You got to obviously transfer over to being throwing darts. And they they're not. I don't think they're certain on his accuracy, as far as that. And that's what that's the result. He's going to make. A zillion dollars, which is amazing. He's, the contracts are so we're going to see within a year a fifty million dollar a year player. God. We're already in forty fives with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Can so we're going to get on salaries and other occupations pace out the same percentage wise of growth. Why are these guys? You know, Jack Lambert, yeah, was the first hundred thousand dollar a year defensive that. player in the league. The first hundred thousand. Larry had, knows everything. That's he cool. held out to get that. Okay, a hundred thousand dollars a year, and right. now you're talking about fifty million. Yeah, forty million, fifty million. Right, but but, I mean, granted, we we say that's crazy, but here it is. They're they're athletes, but they're entertainers also. There's billions of dollars on the <laughs> entertainment, and you have to give it to them because there are. Uh, I can't even know the, how small the percentage would be of the people that play in the NFL. Yeah, but you know, one sad thing about it all, not to bring it down, but is that the, the common man, so to speak, can no longer afford to go to these sporting events. It's, it has the, the tickets corporate, are outlandish. Right. Yeah, that's why they have streaming. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But yeah. you're, that's a good point. Who can afford that either? All right. All considered for the entire season, who plays more games at quarterback for the Steelers? Mm. Now, oh. we, we all believe Mitch Trubisky is going to start. I'm but gonna... who plays the most games in the season? We're going to go back oh, wow. and visit episode 42. I, th- I think we're going to see Kenny Pickett make some appearance. I think he's a solid quarterback. He doesn't get flustered. 
I think he's going to be you know great as years go, come by. He's a rookie though; we don't know his uncertainty. But I just if I had to guess from this early on, from my analysis of camp, and I am a complete psychopath football junkie, uh, <laughs> Mason Rudolph is probably having the best camp as far as quarterbacks right now. So I think we're going to see him maybe eventually if Trubisky doesn't start well. You know, we go They'll two, go two Mason. three games. Mason's if the they next. don't trade him. Yeah, ne- Mason's next man up. But here's the wild thing. You ready for this wild story? We'll have to go back to this if this happens. I think we're going to have possibility of Jimmy Garoppolo coming to Pittsburgh. What? I think there's a possibility of Jimmy Garoppolo coming to Pittsburgh, and and he'd be a, for, because think about it. Now he played this it, year. Yeah, I think it'd be a one year rental, or you know, or two, maybe while we're developing Pickett. I wouldn't be surprised. He's available. He's available for nothing probably or low money. Uh, they could do in a trade with a seventh round pick, have him pick up most of the salary. I think I'll work a one or two year thing rental while Pickett's developing. I Pickett's obviously going to be the guy because that's why they draft him the first round. But I, I won't be, don't be shocked if wow. Garoppolo yeah. comes here. So why do you think Pickett is being talked about as number three right now? Instead, Just because instead of number two, it's a development thing. I talked to Tyler Pelko, who played at Pitt and yeah. then played in the NFL, right? Um, and I said, what's the difference? Because you hear so many good quarterbacks in college go to the pros and then right. they fizzle and you yes. never hear from them again, including yeah. like Tim Tebow. And mm-hmm. guys said, oh, we knew he wasn't going to be an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. Why? And Tyler Pelko, I thought, nailed it when he said, in college, mm-hmm. you throw to the open receiver. In the pros, you throw open the receiver. It's just that difference in timing. The window's speed. amazing. Oh, okay. And some guys can't make that additional right change at that level and they fizzle out so can he pick it there's no reason to rush him now no if Mm -hmm. mitch trubisky who was also a number one pick played on a horrible team in chicago that he had a fair head and all you know he's he's uh, made a pro bowl he's he's got talent Mm -hmm. and mason rudolph's got talent but mason rudolph can't seem to get over the top to be an elite quarterback. I think this may be a surprise guy because he came in thinner, leaner, maybe it's a different training technique or something's different about this guy. He's got a little spring in his step. So maybe it's because of the Trubisky thing and it's brought a little bit of edge to him. Mm-hmm. I won't, I'm not surprised with Rudolph. I mean, So who's going to play more? I'll say Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph for Jimmy? Trubisky. I'm going to say overall Mitch Trubisky will play more most the most of the games. regular season games this year all right any That's final exciting. thoughts yeah we got to go back and revisit this in in january yeah or mid-season even. yeah <laughs> you mean when we're broadcasting live from bradenton yes or, or the super bowl yes. <laughs> yeah a positive thing. that'd be a good idea <laughs> any final notes jimmy here we go Steelers. here <laughs> yeah the standard is the standard Larry. That's, That's what it, it. <laughs> the standard is the standard and let's get a lunch pail to go home Larry Richard with Jimmy Crenn and Sheila Hyland. Unfiltered episode 42. We want to thank Dick Roberts, our producer. Jim Petolsky, one of our partners from Face for Radio Productions. And I thank each of you for, uh, you know, hanging with me. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Larry. Appreciate it, brother. I think uh, Privilege. both followers are very appreciative. They are. I, I met them in the parking lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you, guys. That's a wrap. Boom.